Um, literally, hi. Literally, hi. Literally, hi. Welcome back, Fatima. Thank you Um, for having me back. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Wait, is something crackling really loudly in somebody's audio? I'm sorry, I'm rolling the joint. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) It is really loud, but, um... It's so loud. Oh my god, okay. Well, um, Fatima's rolling a joint, uh... (laughs) You can continue rolling the... Actually, you probably shouldn't. I can mute myself while I grind it. Like, while (laughs) you're introducing shit. Okay. Introduce shit. Go ahead. Okay. Um, So, Fatima's back. Um, Fatima's back and muted. Um, She's back and muted. We swear she's back. Uh, We're going to go over a lot of different things i don't even know like they're not even all that related but we just had unfinished business from part one yeah um so fatima proposed this idea of um the middle east as like states of the united states which is like so up realizing stuff alley so we're gonna talk about that right um and then steven will make a map which he'll post on the realizing stuff pod instagram yeah fatima's gonna ask us questions so that's fun yeah switcheroo (laughs) um and then we're basically just gonna continue with like other science topics and like space topics and just like galaxy brain shit that we wanted to talk about yeah um and end on this uh article from the intercept by glenn greenwald um which was basically just about how like the cia like manipulates people like in conspiracy theory groups and how that like ties into the whole ufo alien shit it's all over. so yeah it's inclusive nuts. of like the Absolutely. the alien sightings being like released by the pentagon last week or yes the hell. exactly so we've got lots to talk about um should we start with the map yeah um, ready when you are Yeah, so walk us through it. Walk us through it. Okay, so here's the caveat, is that, you know, I have a very, like, I'm only from one Arab country, and I have very, like, 2D impressions of a lot of them, so, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, give us your stereotypes. Right, right, right. That's basically what I'm saying. So let's start with, like, the big ones. So, like, Egypt is California, for example. Like, it's the, Obvious. it's where yeah. cinema comes from in, like, that part of the world, all the culture okay. and TV, like, media center. Um, and then, Aaron, you made a great, like, landmark <laughs> analogy. Like, literally, the Hollywood sign is the pyramids of right. Right. Egypt. Exactly. Like, it's, I honestly it's like the label. Like after I said that, I could picture, like, an old Hollywood, like, postcard, like, where, like, the pyramids are there, and then the Hollywood sign is also there. Right. Like, I, I don't know if that's, like, a, that should like, be a Mandela graphic effect for Instagram, memory, honestly. but, like... <laughs> like, Stephen, you should make that. Yeah. That, uh, that needs done to be No, <laughs> Egypt is so California. It, like, totally makes sense. I feel like it's, like, the tourist destination, like, that's, like, most accessible. Right. Like, so... of the Middle East. And then yeah. across on the other coast, New York is <laughs> Lebanon. And I feel like this is mostly in how, like, people in Lebanon, especially, like, Beirut, see themselves, like, as New York City of the Middle East. Like, they literally okay. call it the Paris of the Middle East, and they're so into that fact. But it's this, like, very, like, metropolitan cultural hub with, like, lots of, like, un- like when I think of any place with a queer community in the Middle East, that's, like, really thriving is Lebanon. Yeah, I feel like Pearl, like, the drag queen, is always performing there. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, so, Lebanon, definitely New York. The more you know. Right. You okay. Know. Um, 
What else? What else? Okay, so uh, the United Arab Emirates are like Nevada purely because of like, so you have Vegas, right? right? You have Vegas in the middle of the desert, right? Like this huge mm-hmm. like tourist Nevada. luxury opulence like consumerist to- center in the middle of like nothing, just like hot sand and it's so planes. decadent, right? It's, it's so exactly like, tour- that's the like you literally fly in for like a night. Right. You know, it's, it's the right. same vibe. It's the same, like, energy. Um, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia's Texas. Um, obviously. obviously. I feel like that doesn't even need an explanation. <laughs> right. Like, oil, more yeah. desert. Like, insane rich people. Exactly. Like, just, yeah. just, like, chaos. And then just, like, this control over everybody else for some reason because of how big and powerful they are and shit. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's, that's the Texas for sure. Sure. Um, Qatar is Connecticut. That one's not like that defined. It's just like kind of like fancy and like small and like near more interesting things. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's like the weaker one. I was like, where is that on my map? I found it. Um. Um, <laughs> Jordan. I want to say something about the like monarchy of it all and how it's like kind of this relatively nice. Uh, and like idyllic, like relatively conflict-free Middle Eastern country as a right. Now. People call it the Switzerland of the Middle East. Right. It's Vermont. Oh, so okay. true. Yeah. Right. Like Bernie like, Sanders vibes. Right. Sure. Okay. Exactly. 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 Like Queen Narania of Lebanon is like Middle East. I mean, that's not a a real analogy, but in terms of this analogy, it's an analogy. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's sense. very relative. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Palestine is Hawaii. Uh, oh, cute. Okay. I mean, <laughs> definitely <laughs> cute. Um, right? So, occupation for this long ass time, and oh, we just like right. kind of like forget like, low key cute. that that's the case. So true. Um, and it's just like they're still there, and like, oh, this is awkward, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then. Okay. This one is like but I feel like the distinction between Palestine like being Hawaii. Like I would say Palestine's more like Puerto Rico or something. See, right? I said Hawaii Iraq is, was like, Puerto kind of Rico. Like... And okay. like I could yeah. see either of those maybe going either way. I guess mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like since Hawaii is a st- what does Hawaii being a state change? Like like I feel like but, like, people, like, move to Hawaii to retire. Right. People don't, like, move, move to Palestine, Palestine. But people don't move to right. Iraq to retire either, right? Like. I know, right. But, like, I guess, like, do people move to Puerto Rico to retire? <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. I could see Like, that if you're Puerto place. Rican. There's I feel like, like Palestine's, like, Guantanamo Bay or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It could, like, right. Honestly, it's that's, like that's, 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 okay, that's, that's fair. Okay, <laughs> then that's my that's my two cents. Okay, so now. Palestine can be Guantanamo Bay, Iraq can be. Does that make Iraq Hawaii? No, Puerto Rico. No, I like Iraq that. is Puerto Rico. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I'm not mm-hmm. sure where to place Syria. I thought you said Syria was Michigan, right? I did, and like I'm not strong in that. Um, I literally thought of Michigan because of like Flint, where it's just like this chaotic thing that's just going on that everybody's kind of ignoring around. Yeah, them, mm-hmm. you know, Michigan yeah, yeah, is yeah. really chaotic, right? But like, like it's, it's like amazing, and and everybody's um, just kind of watching it happen. You know, did I say that? Yeah, I think I said that already. Um, 
Morocco's Louisiana. Because, like, think of New Orleans and, like, that kind of, like, vibrant, very unique in the region, like, French-influenced culture, which you can uh-huh. also oh, yeah. exactly I say in Morocco. Like, like yeah, this cool so aesthetic. And That's, food. like, literally, like, I feel like Morocco, like, oh, my God, when I was in college fucking seeing study abroad pics from Morocco, mm. I was yeah. just like, this is, like, psychotic. It's yeah. so <laughs> like, It literally is, like, the vibe of, like, people going to New Orleans. Right. And I'm just, like, it's, like, fucked up to do this, honestly. Like, <laughs> just, like, go and, like, party and, like, be like, yeah, like, I'm having the spring break or summer, summer abroad of my life. Like, it's just, like... Right. It's literally, yeah. like, yeah, um. it's the same vibe. <laughs> um... Tunisia's Georgia. I'm also. I don't know anything about Tunisia. Tunisia's just like pretty chill, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's like. I don't really know why I'm calling it Georgia, though. Like, Tunisia's relatively not conservative for the Middle East, and then it's like very impacted by French uh, culture from like colonization and shit. But they're mm-hmm. like, they're like maybe one of the more. Like, in terms of, like, their laws and their politics and stuff, one of the most progressive countries in the Middle East. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. they have, like, by far the most women in their government, I think. So maybe they're, like, Maryland or something. I could see that. Like, yeah. Because yeah. like, Georgia's kind of backwards. But I, I mean, like... a lot of Maryland's kind of backwards, TBH. Like, That's the D.C. True, yeah. part, no, but, like, most of Maryland is, like, rural nonsense. Like, yeah. I guess, does Maryland, Maryland usually votes blue, though? Maryland's a blue state, but yeah. I Is felt it? like, huh. but the thing with Maryland, like when I lived in Maryland, I definitely was like, wait, no, you lived in Maryland? I'm in the South. I lived in College Park for a summer. Oh, right, right, uh, right, right. When I was working yeah. at Goddard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, College Park I just remember, like, yeah. I remember being like driving around like that area of Maryland because that also at that time I was like commuting like basically every weekend to Pittsburgh, which was where my boyfriend was living. So I was driving like across Maryland, right. like a lot during yeah. that summer. And I remember like, being really struck with like how psychotic the cops were there mm. like in that area like it just was like pe- they were just pulling people over like all the time and like pulling black people like out of their car like oh. on the hood of their car like off the side oh of the God. highway and shit and i was yeah. just like this is insane like i remember driving through maryland like on the highways like praying waiting until i got to pennsylvania because it would just the chaos would just like drop off right and like that is, like, my impression of Maryland now. Yeah, I feel like everyone in Maryland, like, drives an SUV and, like, has a single-family home with a pool. Like, despite the fact that, like, they're not, like, wealthy, they just work in, like, electronics or something. It's very much, like, the American dream from, like, 1998, but, like, all the, like, worst parts and, like, refusing to, like, catch up with the culture. Right? It's very suburban. Yeah. Like, it's, like... Yeah. yeah. So anyways, maybe that's Tunisia. So um, maybe that's Tunisia. That's that derailed be. there, but that's my take on Maryland. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad impression. That's because you you're from Maryland. I'm not from Maryland, 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 but I I went to college in Maryland and like lived there right, for okay. a year before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I definitely wouldn't say I'm from it. like Maryland was like a stop for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm basing my impression of it off a sample size of two people, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everything with a grain of salt. That's, like, how I'm basing, like, my entire impression of, like, the Middle East map at this point, so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, wait, so 
So my my take about so while we're on like kind of like uh, cursory and circumstantial impressions, my mm. take was gonna be I feel like the um, the like micro kind of oil rich states are like the New York City boroughs. So like the UAE is like. It's like Manhattan or Hong Kong or London, like one of these like super rich capital cities that you could just like launch off the earth and like transplant somewhere else. And it would be like essentially the exact same with like marginal circumstantial differences. And then I said that Bahrain was Brooklyn, but like I'm also just basing that off like a really like hot guy I met from there with like really great clothes. And then Kuwait, Kuwait was Staten Island because it's like war zone. Um, Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't think of anything for Kuwait or Bahrain or like Yemen or basically I can't. I don't know enough about most of the Gulf to say anything about mm. anything. Well, so maybe it's the fucking New York boroughs then. Apparently, that like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, I see it. I see it. She sees it. I don't know. Um, if, does that make like Yemen like the Bronx because they're getting hit worse by COVID right now? That's yeah. That's why not. Um, mm. It's true. It's, apparently, it's literally like if you live in the Bronx, you're like twice as likely to also be as New York. Damn. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. AFC. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah. But yeah, those are like. Oh, I don't. Sudan's also an interesting one. It could be Puerto Rico. Mm. No, it wouldn't be Puerto Rico. It would actually. It Sudan? could be Puerto Rico because Sudan's like. Okay, my big impression of sudan just instinctively is it's like the arab country that because they're mostly black the rest of the arab countries are really racist towards i was gonna say i feel like i affiliate sudan more with like africa than the middle east right but they definitely speak arabic like (laughs) Mm -hmm. as their dominant language like culturally they're like a lot of north africa i mean they're Mm -hmm. they're like a lot of the north african nations are a lot more african than you think like Whenever I play people Libyan music, oh, I didn't do Libya. Libya's Florida. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> like when you think when you think Florida man, like that Florida. Libya's that. <laughs> That's so cute. I, love that. I think of like wait, what's Florida man? You I think know, of like, like Florida man, like, like when you the hear headlines. St- yeah, the like Florida man. You it was know, like a meme back in the day yeah. where like uh, people would like repost like headlines that started with Florida man. Like it'd be like Florida man shits in a McDonald's and <laughs> right. like, runs into the lake and gets eaten by an alligator. Exactly, like, exactly. So like you, the meme was like reposting like headlines like that started with Florida man. Okay. And so like Florida man like became a character like based right. off that. It's yeah. an excellent like old meme. That um, pops off. Yeah. I love Florida man. Actually, <laughs> you know, that make you Florida man. Like, it kind of does, but okay, hold on. I have a like fun fact about Florida man. Apparently, the reason that that exists as a meme isn't entirely because Florida is just nonsense. Florida apparently has laws such that as soon as like um, charges are pressed for a crime, it becomes public domain, and journalists can just like go look up everything that happened that day as they happen. And so there's just like a lot more access to crime information oh God, it's like in the, the original, early stages. Like, clickbait. Yeah, but it's literally just, it's, like, that apparently is the biggest reason for, like, the Florida man trope. But that aside, right, Florida's still insane. So if you still consider the vibe of Florida man, that is what I take as the vibe for Libya. That's cute. 
It's, wow, that is cute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, buy me a one-way ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to move. Um, yeah, it's 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 wonderful. I wonder. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got. That's the that's the thing. We'll post it on the the podcast Instagram since now we're also a meme account as much as we are a podcast. Honestly, you're a great <laughs> meme account. Like yesterday, I was just scrolling through the Instagram looking for like ideas for questions, which wow. is why I probably liked a bunch of random posts from like months ago yesterday on accident. Like, neither of us is really on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> right. It it's like a good meme page. It's a very good meme page. Thank you. Well, I do the producing. Stephen does the producing of the memes. <laughs> like, it's so. very well cured. <laughs> right. Yeah. Meme artiste um, putting my try. design degree to work. That's right. Um, with that, should we transition to your questions? Yeah. Okay. I'm, like, literally, like, dying to know. Okay, so. Me too. I've do been you, I have for different... someone to ask us questions for literally Forever. since the I have... of this podcast. I have different kinds of questions because I have, like, questions where I want to hear your takes, but I also have a mapping question. Where I want you to okay. map like the thing we just did, but like a different thing. So which Okay, do it. Do the which, map first. Okay. The map is so this is derived from a, a conversation I had with somebody like ages ago, because it was still when like all of the presidential campaigns or uh like before they kind of started eliminating candidates. Like yeah, when yeah, it was yeah. still like twenty five people on the stage. Yeah. Um so you know how like when a president has a day off, he goes and plays golf. Right, whether it's mm-hmm. Trump or Obama or Bush or whoever the fuck, it's like their thing. Hmm. Assuming, okay. yeah. yeah, if a woman president had gotten elected, like any of the candidates, <laughs> I don't imagine they would also play golf. <laughs> like right. at least for most of them, I don't think they would play golf. And me and someone were trying to figure out like what would be the female president's golf. But I think the maybe more interesting question is what would be each of the candidates' golf. Ooh. Oh my god. Wow. Um, okay. Literally, like, what's golfing in, like, the girl boss trope? Right, exactly. I, so want, like, I, I mean, like I also Tulsi have, like... Tulsi would do basketball. Um, <laughs> no, Tulsi would go surfing, bro. Tulsi would take a private jet straight to the ocean. Like, literally drop her out of the plane. She has right. a parachute. She's yeah. landing in the water. Like, and she's Cameron Diaz, Charlie's Angels. Yes, like yeah, yeah. Right. Tulsi is like doing like outdoor, like, like adventure, yeah. but like sports. psycho level shit. Yeah, like, she's next level. I feel like Liz Warren does mini golf, like super <laughs> <laughs> like fringe and like chaotic, but she's like insistent that it's fun. And um, she does like a photo op with her family and their dog. They're like, by the way, get into the park with us. That's cute. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, Liz is definitely with her dog. Like, she brought the dog to the mini golf course. 100%. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what is Pete doing? Pete's, like, charging in a basement. Um, <laughs> I feel like, like, wait, would Pete not just play golf? No, cheap beer. Like, no, I feel like, no. would he? I don't know. I feel like he. I feel, I feel like, like any Obama of the male did basketball. I do think that's like a. But Democrat Obama Republican did play golf. Thing. Like that was his thing. Yeah. He no Obama played golf. Like the presidents play golf. It's like a thing. Right. Like, okay. They have to. They yeah. Have to do it. Yeah. Um, so like I, I don't know if Bernie would play golf either. No, Bernie definitely does not. He play couldn't golf. play golf. So okay, yeah. so for Bernie all probably the... plays basketball. Have for... you ever seen that video of that <laughs> old man shooting like the like mm. three pointers in the back of somebody's video like time and time again? I love exactly that like video. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> literally, Bernie is like Bernie's standing at like 
the like line on the I, whatever like I don't know basketball you know that like thing that you do when somebody fouls you the like three point line I don't know <laughs> standing, Bernie line. is standing at that <laughs> line like we were clearly sports like, kids basket over basket like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like, a sick day off dunking on these hoes um, literally dunking on these hoes yeah um, Kamala, I, I shudder to think of President Kamala Kamala's, Harris. Kamala's pay, playing golf. She's like being yeah. like, girls so can too. Yeah, honestly, she yeah. would. Like, out Kamala's of all of like, Kamala's like plowing down the Allegheny State Forest to like build a new golf course. <laughs> On your days off. Yeah. Okay, Amy Klobuchar. She's like, she hunts or something. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. Her. This is a question for you. I shouldn't be answering this. Okay, my bad. I don't know. I keep, cool I keep wanting to, to like pitch it. <laughs> I feel like in my dream, Amy Klobuchar is like actually rugged, but in reality, she's like very much not. Yeah. But like, I feel like if she was, she's like, softball. Legit... She's softball, I think. Softball. Mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Why that not? seems yeah. like too much of a team thing. I feel like like a president's hobby has to be more like exclusive than that, than something that can be played with two teams. Maybe she does like a batting cage. I could see that being a yeah, good yeah, way yeah. for her to channel her rage. <laughs> That's a great point. They like made her do like that was like a settlement in like one of her staffers' lawsuits. It's like you have uh-huh. to get her like a ho- like a hobby to take. Her. <laughs> <laughs> it's court mandated. Yeah, Amy Klobuchar is in like court mandated court mandated activities. So. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Who else um, ran? I don't Marianne know. Marianne Williamson. Uh, oh my Marianne's like literally meditating or like reading. She's yeah, like literally like, like yoga, reading philosophy maybe. or I like mean, doing yoga. She's like retreated to her library. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like hanging out at Camp David. She's yeah. like she's like relaxing within, you know yeah. what I mean? Like mm. <laughs> speaking to the manager within. She's doing self care. She's literally she's literally doing self care. She's speaking to the manager within all of it. Yeah. Um it's mm, like my dream day offs. Gildebrand? Kristen Gildebrand? What's her name? Kirsten or Kristen? Uh, oh god. Who cares? Kristen. <laughs> I Honestly. like forgot she ran. That was so so I think she was like the first yeah. one to drop out. Was yeah. yeah. Which I like kind of respect. She like read the yeah. room. Yeah. True. It's so true, much true. less embarrassing than like well, any of the others. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Then like being forced out in like a coup takeover the night mm. before a Super Tuesday. Fuck, I right. forgot about um, that, dude. Oh yeah. my god, we watched that together, didn't we? What a <laughs> what a did. disappointing night. <laughs> yes. That was like the end of it all. It really yeah. was. I watched it in Houston, Texas, where I had literally flown to like <laughs> try to elect Bernie Sanders. It's like yeah. so I don't I don't know if it was if it was intentional or not, but I got myself really woke on coronavirus the day after Super Tuesday, and yeah. like I bugged out after like Super you Tuesday did. happened, and I fully bugged out. Like I did not exist. Like I yeah. was like, nope, no, no, no. Like I'm not a part of this like society. Anymore. Right. Because like, like before that, there was down. still like a feasible <laughs> scenario in which like Bernie won and like. You know, we had some social security set up. Yeah. Yeah, before that, he was literally going to win. And, like, like 60% of the vote. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree with you 100%. I still... We can't get into that. We should... Next question. Next question. Next question. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to. Um, Okay. So, I I got something 
to distract you adequately, I think. So regarding zoo paradox or okay. zoo hypothesis as a solution to Fermi pa- zoo paradox, zoo hypothesis <laughs> as a solution to the Fermi paradox from last week. So yeah. Aaron specifically had cited like shrooms as being this, you know, thing that brings us to a plane where we can like access the same plane as like aliens or whatever, right? I'm saying this very poorly. Right. So the first two part two parts of the question. The first part is um, like, what experience do you have that is the most indicative of that for you? Like the experience you have that that idea is most predicated on, and then as a general expansion of that concept, I guess for both of you, what uh-huh. knowledge would you say, if any, is only accessible through the use of psychedelics? Fatima. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so I've literally seen hell while tripping on acid. Like, oh I know that hell exists because I've fully seen it. Like, I literally, like, I've had, like, full, like, ego death, like, dis- like dissociating out of the body, like, being like, oh, my God, I'm in, like, a full other realm right now type shit. And it's not so much that I'm like, oh, if I had just turned right, I would have seen the aliens over there. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't necessarily think that that put me on like a frequency where it was like everything was accessible and everything is on that frequency. But it showed to me that there are other layers. Yeah. And so I think for me, it's, it's I don't have a complete answer because like I feel like I don't have a fully formed hypothesis of how it all works. But I definitely feel like there are other realms that we can access through like weird ways and i feel like i mean the cia has literally looked into remote viewing like they've done remote viewing like studies which are basically just like can you leave your body like through really deep meditation is like essentially what it is and like there's like i think like there's various like weird ways of like accessing different planes whether aliens are like hanging out on them or not like i don't know but I feel like if they're anywhere, that's, like, where we should be looking and, like, where we're going to find them. That Does that answer your question yeah. at all? No, it does. <laughs> it does. It does. That's... That's, my, that's my answer. Okay. Yeah, I have no thesis regarding psychedelics. And it's been a long time since I um, partook. But I will say that I think... Um, I mean, I do think that, like mushrooms fungi i think like all kind of like i think that everything on earth communicates with one another like i think rocks like sedimentary layers strata like communicate with one another it's just at like a really different time scale and then like humans do and i think that like plants and fungi are kind of like a mediating agent whereby like humans are able to like communicate with like with rocks or with like vegetation or with like like biotic material that kind of like um communicates in a different uh scale than us and so I think it's interesting that like LSD as a fungi and like psilocybin as a mushroom are kind of like um they're like vehicles for like a different kind of typology of communication if that Mm. makes sense it does yeah i think on like a spiritual level like i feel like 
psilocybin mushrooms are like trying to send us a message that like we've clearly forgotten that's like such like a fucking like mushroom bro thing to say yeah but like i do think that like they're like that mushroom is like giving us a gift you know what i mean like in a very like verifiable way like we know that like that mushroom like is supposed to be used for tripping like in nature you know what i mean like that's like the per it's not just like oh it's random that this mushroom is like filled with this thing that just like causes you to see all these crazy things like Mm -hmm. we know that the purpose of it is to like give a psychedelic experience to whatever consumes it like Mm -hmm. that's the point of it and i think like just like viewing it as a relationship of like mushrooms like crossing like they're like literally tapping into our frequency like in whatever way they can and trying to like open a portal to like theirs it's so cute yeah it's so cute oh my god yeah i love it mushrooms are fucked up cute they are yeah Um, yeah so that's so i don't like i feel like i'm not super that's why i'm not super like zoo hypothesis zoo hypothesis confident is because i'm just like i feel like aliens are there like probably somewhere but it's Mm -hmm. like are they necessarily like interacting with like our physical plane of existence i don't know yeah right you know yeah like, they could be just like in their realm and unable to because there's just too. like clearly different planes you can kind of be conscious at exactly exactly yeah and yeah. we're only really looking in one right sure i see that yeah me too but I disagree. <laughs> <Respectfully>. <laughs> but respectfully, like, right. there's like, an alien watching your computer screen right now and being like, hey, hey he's so funny. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah that's, that's See, your chosen reality. I feel like the problem with that sure. version of yeah. Zoo Hypothesis, though, is it's like, it's predicated on, like, mm-hmm. us being entertaining and, like, interesting. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, is it's just, like, I feel like I don't necessarily think that, like, things are, like, watching us. Right, know? like, and I just, just don't like, think we're that interesting that, like, a, a super advanced civilization would be, like, you know, that fascinated by, it. it's like, I don't know, watching fucking ants crawl around, like, oh, look at that, he picked up a leaf, he dropped it, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what is there to... But maybe know. we're maybe we're in like the uh, front yard of like the crazy kid in the neighborhood that has a fucking magnifying glass <laughs> and is like burning the ants. Like that's a great point. <laughs> one by one. Yeah. yeah, that's our zoo hypothesis. Like Ben, that oh, we're. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, so I don't maybe... think it's that we're like that interesting that we're like incessant that they're like are incessantly tuned in or watching, but I think they have that capacity. Yeah, but, like, in that sense, like, we have the capacity to watch, like, anything on Earth, though, right? Like, I could go and find a video of literally, like, anything that probably, like, happens on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean any of those things are, like, something that people sit and watch usually, like... Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like... That's right, but the I'm documentation talking. still exists. Okay, sure. Sure. It yeah, exists the same, like, the alien nature. Okay, sure. I could <laughs> right, see, like, right. that that documentation exists. I feel like I just don't imagine that these beings spend a lot of time engaging with it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's exactly what you were saying about, like, the tribe that, like, everyone, like, is like, don't touch them. Like, they're unpainted. Right. Like, that's essentially what you're saying is, like, 
the majority of people don't know anything about that or never heard of it don't it's yeah. not a part of their like radar but in theory you could learn about it right or right, like right, get right, really right. into it and like be preoccupied by it yeah that's that's like earth 2020 um mm. no mm. i don't yeah i think i definitely am more uh i'm more like we're in a totally different realm. Like, we're alone in our realm, and then that's other it. things are in other realms. I think that's my take. Yeah. Like, and where it differs. Um, Fatima, I... Wait, okay, you could ask more questions. We're at 32 minutes. But I mean, I we can you. we can transition if you want. Like, I have more if you want to continue with questions, but, like, what time are we at? Like, 30 minutes? Yeah. Um, what do you think? Do you have anything you're burning to ask? Yeah. I mean, okay, let me let me give you one more. So, um So do you know that conspiracy theory that like Kim Kardashian's kidnapping was like faked so that, you know, Kanye being broke could use money from the ring or whatever. I don't even know the details of it. But are you familiar yeah. with this one? Okay. Sort of, so, yeah. yeah. With that as like an entry point and just like you know, you're trying to find where there's an overlap between your, like, conspiracy theories and Kardashian, like, knowledge base. Mm-hmm. What, what do you take, what's your take on that one as well as any other, like, interesting one you Kardashian conspiracy of? theories? Basically, yeah. Okay. Like, what are your, the alliteration is really great for the whole thing. Kardashian okay, I definitely, yeah. um, I definitely don't think that Kim's robbery was, like, a plot by the Kardashians like in any way I definitely think she was just robbed because yeah. I feel like she, I feel like Kim is like this is the dark side of the fame that she asked for you right. know what I mean yeah like she she has made herself so available to the public in like a way that like makes her not able to have literally any like privacy security anything you right. know like more so than like basically any other celebrity right like right. she has she's made herself like and her entire life a product like for the public right. and i think like this is like that was the moment that i think she closed off that mm-hmm. and now she kind of has her like girl bossy things that she's like well i share about this but not this right. like and like i think that the impact that that robbery had on her in terms of like her reinventing herself from like a very like fundamental level is just not something that I think she prepared ahead of time because I genuinely don't think that she's self-aware enough yeah um yeah it it makes sense like karmatically too not in the sense that like she not like not even in the karmatic scale for Kim Kardashian but like for the audience because I think there were so many people who like genuinely wished that upon her and then yeah, I think yeah. it, it was, was a little bit like mm-hmm. the last scene of The Graduate which I reference all the time but like when you kind of like you get what you want and then you're like whoa that was like you're like what did I do which is like yeah. the libs ruining their own primary or like people who like wished for America's economy to fall apart so Trump wouldn't get reelected. but that's like the Kim Kardashian haters being like I wish she'd just get raped at gunpoint so she could see like how terrible she is and then she like literally did, which makes so much sense in like, uh, just kind of like universal scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think I think Kim's robbery like changed, changed things. Yeah. <laughs> things were not the same after Kim was robbed, and I think like Kanye's shenanigans. Like, honestly, I'm just like, 
what like was he even broke like he just like is like a fucking like tech bro you know what i mean like they're mm-hmm. all actually broke yeah like, they're just <laughs> like propped up by like weird venture capital and like bitcoin type shit and it's just like nothing that they nothing that they produce or have has like actually any value it has like all this like right. weird like hypothetical just, like, like yeah hypothetical like hype value i mean even down to te- tesla is like one of the highest valued stocks mm-hmm. how is te- like tesla's not even like profitable right. like it's like literally like you're you're saying like oh i think in the future electric cars are like going to be a thing mm-hmm. and so you buy a tesla stock and that like makes tesla like higher valued and i think like that like elon musk type of shit like is exactly how kanye like runs his entire like business at this mm-hmm. point and like because why? that's like yeah yeah that's like what he's aspiring towards and i think like i don't know if that was like i feel like my take on kimye at this point like i don't know how to reconcile it like i'm kind of thinking that they will get divorced in the next decade that's sort of my hot take opinion mm-hmm. um but I don't know. Okay, so that so revolving around them, it's like I don't really know if I have any like conspiracy theories about Kim or Kanye specifically, but I right. do think there's like shady shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but my like most believed conspiracy, like Kardashian conspiracy, is that Khloe Kardashian yeah. is OJ Simpson's daughter. That's exactly what I was oh, going to say. Oh, which she definitely is. Right. Like, she she definitely is. She clearly, like, spiritually is. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, like, insane like she's a different that that's, vibe. like, an open yeah. secret. Right? Like... And she has all these fucking issues that none of the rest of them have that is just, like, why, Chloe? Like, why? Yeah. Like, no, she clearly, like, is O.J. Simpson's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, Kris Jenner, like, clearly, like, slept with O.J. Simpson like, <laughs> while she was, like, married to Robert Kardashian. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fucking iconic Scorpio shit. And she still is just like, oh my god, like I miss Nicole so much. Like this day is like so meaningful. Like <laughs> Chris Jenner Chris Jenner's past is like insane. Like I feel like they're honestly like I really hope that Chris Jenner one day writes like a full expose. That's mm. like what I, I need to know. I yeah. like, see her doing that. Honestly. But yeah. I want like full like everything like i yeah. want every i think the only way she would do it is if caitlin jenner wrote an expose that was like truly <laughs> balls to the wall right, like saying right. everything yeah. and right. chris had to counter with like her argument yeah, yeah. like right. that's like honestly like my i really hope that that happens before they die like that's a kardashian goal for me yeah <laughs> i hope she gets a really good ghostwriter um yeah i don't because <laughs> i did kim in the like uh, the meme of her, like, looking at the computer through her, like, glasses <laughs> of, like, her writing her novel. The meme of Kim reading, like, War and Peace. Like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Kim. No, yeah. I... I... Uh, yeah, I feel like Kardashian... The thing with the Kardashians is you just, like, never know. Like, you mm. really never... You never know, like, what right. is real. Like, there's fake. no, like, point of reference for what they, what is a realistic version of their life. Because that's their li- and that's their whole life and right. it's always been their life, especially Kendall and Kylie. Like right. Kendall and Kylie have never lived like a life, you know. They've lived like a TV social media life, and that's, they're like, like the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, they are a weird, yeah. aware version. 
But I think that's why, like, instead of just being like, I hate the Kardashians, like, I don't fill my brain with that nonsense, you have to just view them as, like, a really insane mirror into, like, our culture and our society. Well, also, like... It really is... Sorry, go ahead. I mean, every culture has uh, royalty. Egypt had the pharaohs, which (laughs) I would say is, like, the equivalent. And, you know, I mean, like, what? The Commonwealth has, like, the Queen of England? That sucks. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's just, like... It's representative royalty. Like, it's not really, like, it doesn't have to be good or bad. It just right. is. So you it's might as well like, understand it. It's just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there as an icon. Right. For itself. Like, yeah. Like it yeah, doesn't... and honestly, it's like, shouldn't they all love it? It's a fucking girl boss matriarchy. Like, <laughs> how are we going to have the Kardashians, really like, literally, like, running the fucking show and have people be like, oh, we live in a patriarchy. I'm I like, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look at these women. Not the vibe. Like, <laughs> Not the vibe. <laughs> these women create, like, they are the original girl bosses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least Kris Jenner is. Um, for better or for worse, though. Like, that's, the, yeah, I mean, I think, like, the Kardashians, like, yeah, it's, like, hard to even believe conspiracy theories about them because they're, like, not, like, I feel like they are just, like, reflecting the culture. They're not, like, right. they're not, like, intentionally seeding it with things, mm-hmm. I don't think. They're, like, a They're just trying to make sure that they're the one who's, like, the portal, you right. know, or, like, They're, like, right. non-active force. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're a good example of how, like, the conspiracy theory, like, it kind of doesn't have to be real or false because like, I mean, what is like air quotes truth ever, but especially in the context of the Kardashian family where like whatever really did happen is like in the vault. It might as well have not have happened. You know what I mean? Like conspiracy theory is as tactile as like material truth. Mm -hmm. Well, and like so much of like the family's identity and like by proxy, each of their individual identities is based off of public perception. Mm -hmm. Like that's like who they become as like the character that the public perceives them to be. And so like, so, you know, Khloe Kardashian being OJ Simpson's daughter, it's like, because we all perceive that to be the case, like she literally is OJ Simpson's Mm -hmm. daughter. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's, yeah, I mean, we can... Actually, this might be a good uh, opportunity to to transition um, into other material because, <laughs> like, we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories, like, probably for the rest of the episode. Right. Um, but, like, I mean, I feel like, like, that Intercept article that we read, mm-hmm. uh, which was yeah. just, like, I, like, okay, so I got there basically because I was, like, deep diving into UFOs. Like, that was sort of, like, the first thing that we were like, oh, we're going to talk about that. Like, when Fontaine right. comes on the episode, I was like, oh, the Pentagon released those UFO videos. Like, mm-hmm. what's the deal with that? Because, like, yeah. you know, we do Space. conspiracy stuff here. Um, and basically, like, through my digging, like, the conclusion that I've gotten to about UFOs is that, like, they're just, like, not... They're not, like, even a thing. Like, they're literally, like, fake news seeded by the CIA. Right. Like, with the intention of, like, making conspiratorial people go crazy. Like, that's, like, the whole vibe of it. And, like, I feel like that is exactly, like, what we were just talking about the fucking Kardashians, where it's just, like, UFOs are real as a result of, like, like, the conspiracy theory. Like, what is the conspiracy theory at this point? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, a fucking, like, shit show of, like disinformation that becomes information because it's pushed as information and like it begins to like create the reality 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I guess for, for context, um, so it was basically in like the the Snowden leaks in 2010 or something from like the UK government. And it was basically like inside of all of the documents that were leaked by the like government H communications HQ in the UK was like kind of like slides explaining to the like communication staff of the government, like how to spread disinformation and then like example online, slides online yeah. and then example slides of like images of UFOs kind of saying like, this is a way to like rile people up to like get to, yeah, to separate like fact from fiction in a way that will basically like distract people. Right. So I guess it's like, in a sense, it's like a shock doctrine type of kind of like, Hack it is. because you're it totally exploiting is. shock right. to like do something more malicious. Yeah, yeah, actually, I've been seeing like a lot of headlines that I haven't read that much more about, but make a lot of sense. That when uh, in times of crisis, there's usually spikes in conspiratorial thinking. Like there's just like a more like more search popularity for like conspiracy theories on like Google and shit because mm-hmm. of like the desire to have certainty about life and yeah. the satisfaction that like knowledge quote unquote that conspiracy theories give you mm-hmm. um like satisfies that in a way that's like necessary in that like chaos i mean you're literally describing my life like, right yeah. right <laughs> but like i guess it's like you can channel it in very different ways right because the way it's channeled in you is pretty different than like i don't know like freaking conspiracies associated with like covid being a hoax right mm, i feel like i'm more adjacent to that than you'd expect but i think like <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean like i know but i i think like i think you're absolutely right like i'm like playing a little bit with you because like I do think that like I fall prey to that as well but I think that the deeper part of it is it's just like what's the what's the point like what's the intention behind the CIA doing this like what right. what is their purpose like why are they being agents of chaos and like I guess like to me on an energetic level the cons- it, it's about the energetic level of the conspiracy it's not about the facts because there's literally like like, I yeah. think, like, like fake news is the only news. Like, there is no, like, there's no story that's going to be like, oh, and that was the whole thing, you guys. Like, that's everything. Right. That's the real tea. There is yeah. no real tea because, like, everybody is operating under, like, so many weird and manipulated and, like, psychologically, like, fucked up, like, perceptions of, like, what's happening that it's, like, okay, like, my example that I love to use is that like Bush did and did not do 9-11 in my opinion like yeah he didn't do 9-11 but he also like did 9-11 like basically like for all right. intents and purposes he created the so conditions many... for 9-11 exactly and like the aftermath like yeah what swept in after 9-11 the apparatus is basically what what everybody like he might as well have done 9-11 you know what right. I mean like right. and I think like they essentially were operating like the CIA like you know, privatization of the military industrial complex, like they were essentially operating as if Bush did 9 yeah. 11. You know? Like it so, doesn't like, really matter whether way, he did or he didn't, even. Exactly. At the end in of that the day. way, it's not really about the facts and like the story and whatever. It's the energetic, like, uh, like 
imprint of the action, which I think like is what conspiracy theory type people and conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theory as like, you know, a notion or a feeling is like tapping into is Mm -hmm. like the feeling that something's wrong. Right. Like, right. And I think like that's to me, like, that's like why it like is popping up now is because like there's so much wrong like there's right. like, so much wrong and like you can energetically feel that like something is fucked up without like exactly knowing why and you can still you know and like i don't know mm-hmm. then like your brain sort of fills in the gaps right you know, with like whatever it does right. but it doesn't make the feeling any less like real or legitimate yeah know? yeah does that make sense it does like i <laughs> Like, it's like the musings of like a crazy person explaining why like, it's it's I it's like how or whatever the thing that makes people believe their like political beliefs is a lot more about like narratives than it is about facts right well in fact i would argue that like facts aren't even like a thing really like, right facts right. are like manipulated by anybody who wants the fact to be whatever the fuck it is i like, mean i you guess can't i base your entire situation off of facts like right literally i mean coronavirus is a great example like what facts are you going to turn to like literally nobody knows anything about anything <laughs> right like, you know like yeah. you literally have to like trust your intuition and your instinct you okay know? Uh, yes but like i don't know i mean i think like because of kind of, like, having read, like, Kill All Normies recently and just thinking a lot about, like, the idea of, like, transgression as kind of, like, like, I don't know, I think I always identified, like, being transgressive as being kind of, like, a a leftist uh, ideology, but it's not. And, it, I mean, transgression now is, like, cultural transgression is pretty much governed by, like, the alt-right 4chan users, like, online people. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I I do think that, like, if you follow that through to its end, then you get to this kind of, like, post-truth chaos realm where, like, okay, take, like, the environmental crisis, for example, like, I mean, it is true that there's, like, no such thing as progress, it is true that, like, there is kind of no such thing as, like, objective truth at all, (laughs) but, like, also, like, what can we do besides like band together around like kind of like you can form collective truth right exactly being transgressive against that kind of like um against like uh communal consensus own kind of only can lead you to like true chaos so like how do you kind of reconcile those two forces okay dude i just came up with the best like new conspiracy theory based on this okay so (laughs) so like the question that i ask like with all these fucking slides like that are literally just like telling cia ops like how to fuck with people basically like literally how to drive people insane that's what it's, it's all about right like there and there's stories of this like from like ufo fanatics that like they report their findings to the cia this is back in like the 70s or so like it's a while back now but there are people that like reported their findings to the cia and the cia said like oh you're really onto something like you should keep going and then they like put like fake props like in situations for people like they would encourage enthusiasts to keep looking like oh my god you're almost onto something you're like you're getting something that like we haven't even gotten oh my god and then literally there's evidence that like (laughs) (laughs) literally like they're egging us on yeah yeah um shit like they'd put like fake alien props in fields around their house Mm. like for them to find right and like i feel like 
the CIA, like his, like throughout all of history, and like I mean, reading the Shock Doctrine, like it's very right. evident. Like their purpose is to like drive, like to drive the people that are like in the op- like opposing political or environmental or economic or whatever like side of the issue that the CIA is on like force them to go crazy basically yeah right. no That's, it like, is their best tactic it's like really like sadistic when you read like again we're talking about shock doctrine i guess um like the whole description of fk ultra and like the methods that i was literally talking to this talking about this to my friend like two hours ago like when you just sit and think about the extent to which they like are just fine with the complete like destruction of people's minds like literally just like they, they just straight up melt people's brains for okay, so whatever here's political Okay, here's my conspiratorial okay. take now. So with that set up, <laughs> like, okay. So basically, like, the CIA's best weapon is to, like, drive people to a point where, like, they do not know what is real from what is fake, like, crazy, just, like, to discredit them, to, like, break apart their following, to whatever, right. what have you. Okay, so... I think we're, like, already in the age of post-chaos. You know what I mean? Like, we're Mm -hmm. fully in it. Like, I think the CIA has pushed us there. Like, I think so many, like, the media has pushed us there. Social media has pushed us. Like, everything's pushing us, like, to the era of, like, post-chaos. Like, which I would argue we're in right now. Isn't, like, the most, like, political, like, grassroots thing we could do is to just, like, believe in one conspiracy theory and, like, act politically according to it, which (laughs) I would argue is what QAnon is doing, and they've been, like, insanely successful in that, like, they, you know, (laughs) them and, like, their group has, like, essentially, like, built the foundation for Trump, Right. you know? Yeah. And, like, that's, like, what wins is, like, and I think, like, the thing with QAnon people is, like, they're not always, like, fully in it, but on an energetic level, they right. feel, like they agree with it. And I would say like, that's like what you have to tap into in people in like a post chaos world is like, it's exactly what you're saying about like rallying behind like a common consensus truth. Yeah. Like, right. What is the common consensus truth that we are all like energetically rallying behind? Mm-hmm. Whether right. it's like fucking true or not. You but know? like what you're saying is instead of, yeah, a common consensus truth, it's like a common consensus untruth. Um, like inherently it is i guess is my point like yeah what's the difference i feel like that common truth might not exist as obviously like on like if you want to say like the group of like democrats in the u.s i think that's a group of people that have very different like fundamental uh goals in the way that i feel like republicans don't like i don't think like super alt-right Maybe this is just me, like, you know, collapsing a wide range of things because it's far away from where I am. But I feel like the ultimate ramifications of what society would look like under something, someone super far right versus, like, a center-right conservative wouldn't be, like, that different in a way that, like, a center-left Democrat is extremely different than, like, a progressive Democrat. Mm-hmm. Like, well, fundamentally. Argue, like, the Democratic Party is, like, a myth you know what right I mean? like there actually is like very little consensus like right. at all it's just like right, it's the antithesis the it's it's not you know, the unified is, is more i think like a solid block where they back each other and i think right. the, de- the democrats are essentially just the they're the lesser of two evils party right so like the right all these different groups of people that are like i couldn't vote for a republican yeah they're defined like, relationally it's it's yeah. like the right is collected behind an actual shared ideology, whereas I feel like the 
Democrats, I don't even want to say the left, is united by like a, a sense of moral high road, both like yeah. in their policies and in like how they engage with politics, like bipartisan politics, like like you go low, we go high. That whole thing is just saying, I don't care how much you're going to like abuse the system. I'm going to keep following the rules, you know, which is I'm going to be a cop. (laughs) Like it's exactly it's like so much less like inspiring than I think he thought it sounded because it's literally like that's what we've seen in the past, like the rise of Trump. Right. It's like all everything being pushed to extents that like you would have thought nobody would ever do, but they're just like, we're going to do it because you won't stop us. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like there's no, they they just keep draw, p- crossing the line and then we're like, this is the line and they cross that line and they, this is the line and they cross that line. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's because the Democrats don't have a shared ideology. They're just like, okay, we're going to be the mature ones. <laughs> like we're that's literally, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> And they'll just, like, lose, but they'll be, like, mm-hmm. superior about the fact that they went down with their, like, with their values. Dignity. And their yeah, values yeah, yeah. are literally just, like, follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, rules suck. <laughs> um. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's an interesting point you were making about transgression, right? Because, like, because it makes you think of, like, how much Democrat, like, liberal Democrats criticize, like, oh, Antifa is this scary thing. Because they're violent and blah, blah, blah. And it's, I'm not like saying everybody should be violent to achieve their political goals, but like the amount to which like the political quote unquote left is just like allowing themselves to be like beaten. No, yeah. I mean, all they want is like a like peaceful pussy march on like Fifth Avenue. It's literally. I don't even think they want peace because peace is like pretty radical for them. They just want like politeness. Right. Right. It's just exactly. Yeah, interrupt. Um, they can still go to brunch. Like they need to go to brunch. You know, like yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I mean, so like, okay, I. What are we talking about even now? We're talking about the the CIA and conspiracy theories and whatnot. Like, I'm trying to like suss out like how these like historical concepts like come to bear in like our modern political like situation, Mm. like. That's, like, I kind of, I guess, like, okay, first of all, CIA, they're definitely, like, Republicans, right? I mean... They're, like, military-industrial complex. Yeah, I feel like that doesn't necessarily mean Republican anymore, though. True, they're like private neoliberal, actors. Right? They're private actors. They're not even affiliated with the government. They're just, like, weird lobbyists who sort of, like, come in and out and, like, tell right. people what they have to do. Well, also, I feel like that switched, like, with Trump, right? Because the mm-hmm. CIA was so in for Hillary, <laughs> Mm-hmm. true true right. yeah because okay yeah. okay trump literally said to the about the pentagon ufo videos like hell of a video i wonder if it's real <laughs> he literally like i said that last episode yeah. but like that blows <laughs> my mind yeah. that he literally the president of the united states like said like oh i wonder if those ufo videos are real about a pentagon like press yeah. release declassified video honestly yeah, i feel like so it's like weird. a level of transparent that's just kind of like it's disappointing how dumb they think people are. Right. You know? Like, yeah, totally. Really, I mean, I think really, that's the whole... Yeah. It's... I mean, yeah. in a sense, I'm kind of encouraged to see that, like, that's their tactic. Right. You know? And, like, oh, is the Pentagon obsolete? 
Because the Pentagon, like, with all their fucking PowerPoint presentations about, like, how to infiltrate the internet, like, was the Pentagon not able to get it? You know? Yeah. And, like, the best they can do is being like, you guys, we don't want to keep it a secret anymore. I mean, that's kind of an amazing, like, power I feel the internet (laughs) might have. Because, like, like, they, they, when you see, like, those slides and stuff, like, it has the same vibe of, like, you know, boomers trying to teach each other how to be, like, social media so like experts you know like there's this like outside of it that it's like clearly not based in experiential knowledge looking in where like you like you couldn't penetrate tiktok gen zers the cia i don't I don't they'll know that they could do you. that. Like, they'll Be- bully you right. out of the chat room. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, internet culture is so, like, specific that people can identify somebody who's an outsider, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, uh-huh. it's like, almost no, this impenetrable... Not to, well, I, clearly it's not, because they do do this UFO shit, and it is, like, effective to a, to a degree. But I guess there's also just, like, the potential for, like, I don't know... Did they, did the, like, okay, did they start QAnon then? Gen Zers on TikTok? No, 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 like CIA. <laughs> oh. Did they seed false information claiming, because that's another strategy that they used all the time is they yeah. would literally say, I work for the government. Here is information that's like private to like right. citizens of the world. Like I'm telling you guys, which is mm. what QAnon does. Right, right. right. Interesting. The, but then QAnon kind of like became like the the monster of their own destruction, right? Because exactly. I think like... that they. I think that the CIA is like honestly no match for like the post chaos world of the internet. In a oh way. yeah, one hundred percent. It's like um. Yeah, it's like a monkey trying to operate, like, a pickup truck or something. Like, the machinery (laughs) is just so far outside. Like, the complexity of the machinery is so far outside of its, like, worldview and design as, like, an institution. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but all they can do is make shitty PowerPoint presentations for each other, being like, here's how to relate to, like, the crazy guys on the computer. I love the CIA starting QAnon. And then, like, I mean, that's literally, like, the Democrats, like, ruining their own primary um <laughs> the nita bonita brown well it's over meme um, well and QAnon totally off. targeted hillary Cl- i mean it was about the democrats you know yeah. like QAnon yeah. is like li- like it's the perfect like republican they just didn't know that like oh but did they know that trump was like the the right guy because that's the other thing with q right is like q says that trump's the good guy and that's why everybody votes for him like mm. of QAnon. Right. Like, okay, so maybe Trump, like, whoever the fuck is behind Trump, came up with QAnon to get him elected, and now they're the ones in power. But, like, that's not the CIA, is it? I'm doing it now. That's getting... So you're saying it it wouldn't make sense that the CIA got Trump elected? Yeah, I don't think the CIA and Trump are, like, working together. You know what I mean? I would love that because it'd be karma. Yeah, Um, it's karma. I literally feel like QAnon is, like... It's, it's right. a, like it's the energetic like karmic baby that like was created by like the CIA right. meddling All these, for like, the last like sixty documents. seventy years. Yeah, yeah, I think you're so right. Yeah, yeah, and totally, and like yeah, and in a greater sense, just this kind of like post truth air quotes landscape that like feels so especially chaotic is like by design of like the exact same people who like won't stop whining about how much it sucks. Mm-hmm. aka like the establishment government 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The two party system. The two party yeah. system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot take. Um, well, I don't know how this ties into space and the other <laughs> things that we were hoping to ask Fatima. Um, we definitely did not. Oh, actually, I have a good question. I have <laughs> a good that? question I could okay. ask you, uh, like, to finish it off. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Fatima, yes. what do you think is the deal with, like, ancient contact by aliens? Like, do oh. you think aliens were here before? Did they build the pyramids? Right. Like, what's the deal, like, with ancient Okay, aliens? so here's the thing. I feel like the first... This is, again, me not engaging with the space part of the conspiracy. I feel like the political mm-hmm. things are always more interesting. I think that's the theme more of compelling. part two. We went political. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Like, the only way I've ever convinced people out of conspiracies is by the politics, not, like, the science or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but Of course, because it's, like... Yeah, yeah. ideology is right. much stronger than politics. Yeah, exactly. Than uh, science, than rather. Than right. logic, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what was I saying? You were saying... Okay, so the, the first thing I always think when I hear this is that, like... I just feel like this idea comes from, you know, a bunch of ancient aliens type dudes being like, this is an amazing thing that happened in the past where some brown people lived. I guess it must have been aliens, you know, like, whereas oh, that's okay. like <laughs> ancient things in the Western world, I don't think I mean, I think there's I don't know that the Western, like, Europe has, like, things as old as, like, the Middle East has. No. Right. That are, like, because they were, I I mean, sure. That's, like, an alien thing. I feel like the ancient contact things are, like, the pyramids, the Nazca lines in Peru. Right. uh, Stonehenge, like, kind of things where they're, like, Mm -hmm. that's such a good take of, like, how could... (laughs) Like people are like, how could a brown person do that? Exactly. Like it's just like this is so difficult. How could they possibly have figured this out? But I think that there's an implicit like assumption that people a long time ago weren't smart. But like Mm -hmm. when you look at like the science to come out of like you know like the Greeks or the Romans or the Arabs or the Persians or like like the Chinese, like right, like they were an incredibly like technical intellectual like well-knowledge people like i don't know i feel like this isn't as hard as as people are making it out to be that it had to have been aliens you know mm-hmm. yeah so you think that like you do you think then that the ancients had like access to way more advanced technology that like we're not aware of i mean there's no way that there's no way we know everything that they knew you know like whatever Mm -hmm. we have is a lower limit any knowledge we have of their knowledge is inherently a lower limit like it yeah it there's so much like it's it's hard to quantify how much potential knowledge could have existed you know Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, it's I my take is I think people underestimate right. humans a long time ago, especially the like non-white humans a long time ago that's and their yeah. intelligence. That's what No, I completely agree and I think that's also why like I mean, I feel like 
since my zoo hypothesis spin is that there's just like other realms like i feel like a lot of ancient cultures like had access to other realms that like we or at least as westerners like oh it's yeah part of our culture right. you know like, what i mean like like psychedelics like a great example uh-huh. yeah right <laughs> like, yeah. like that, that like, was a thing yeah, I mean, that people I feel like used the to like had like a portal to higher intelligence right like that we're not utilizing like at all yeah and like it's not surprising then that they're like able to like move rocks that we're like we can't even move these rocks right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i mean yeah i completely agree with you i think like i wanted to know your take because like obviously we're talking about aliens but like yeah i definitely definitely think that like there was some shit going on like in the past that we're just like oh no like everything's just been like a linear path to this point right we're so fucking smart and the exactly. next thing's cover cars like, yeah right. <laughs> yeah exactly um i like i respect your take but i like disagree only based on like okay so if like my interpretation of zoo hypothesis is very much the like base like it's very uh, not informed, but supported by your example of, like, the group in the Amazon or whatever that mm-hmm. that various governments were kind of, like, uh, eluding human, modern human contact with. Okay, so, like, if that's how, like, what the kind of, like, intergalactic <laughs> alien... The intergalactic like, federation. Right, I was <laughs> to planet Earth. Okay, I was reading online that, like, there are people who, like, think that, like, the, um... The, like, Neolithic revolution, like, when humans went from, like, hunter-gatherer to agriculture, it's, like, because, like, aliens landed and were, like, no, we'll help you. Like, that's so cute. That like, is really cute. Is, I love right. that. So cute. That's, like, know, my favorite I, take on ancient alien contact, honestly. Yeah, right? It's, like, supportive. It's, like, bringing, bringing up our brothers. Um, I, I, wow. and so I guess It just I makes think, you think, like, where are they now, <laughs> I know, like come right? back SOS <laughs> like, shit's really bad yeah <laughs> I mean maybe they have faith in us and they're like yeah. oh they, they got this uh, that's also cute if we really um, needed it they'd be back right right if we pray hard enough <laughs> <laughs> we will get a second if our faith is um, strong <laughs> yeah Wow, I love that. Oh, see, this is where we get to like zoo hypothesis is just God, you know, it's just religion. Like, <laughs> right, right, totally. Yeah. Like, you can mm-hmm. have like a, a benevolent, like, overlord zoo hypothesis and you're just like literally describing God. Like, it's cute. Yeah, yeah it's really so cute. cute. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Um, should we wrap it up? <sighs> yeah, I guess. We've I'm been going so a while. Hungry. My stomach's Same. like growling. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't about science, but... I mean, like, we had to intertwine it, you know? We yeah, gave a, I mean... We gave a more full picture. my ability to, like, run away with conspiracy theories, so, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you treat it with the proper gravity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, Fatima, thank you so much for um, coming on for a two-parter. Thanks for uh, having really me fun. second time. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for answering all my questions until the next yeah seriously yeah. um yeah okay uh literally bye literally, literally bye, bye.